0: This is The Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share The Pick of the Bunch when it comes to marketing, business and people. Welcome back to The Pick of the Bunch. This is Christo here. In this episode, I'm chatting with Shayla Straps. She has a business called Zoom Kites. A really cool business. Uh, She sells kites, basically, kites that fly in the air, all sorts of kites, actually, that are all different shapes and sizes. We did a team day yesterday at Basic Bananas where we all went and flew kites on the beach, Shayla's kites. She came and visited us. And uh, let us all kind of test drive these kites. And there were some stunt kites with double strings. There were single string kites. There were these big inflatable kites that were massive, like big octopuses in the sky. And um, all these different shaped birds and things. And uh, it was kind of chaos in the sky at times because we had so many kites up there. We were getting tangled up and we had a lot of fun. And you can tell I'm still a little bit excited about it. We're all like children here and, uh, <laughs> at Basic Bananas. It was awesome and Shayla in this episode goes through, she's been getting a lot done. She basically caught the attention of Basic Bananas and the team at Basic Bananas because she's implementing so much. So she's got three different businesses running and on the go that she's a part of and part of um, marketing and growing and working within. And somehow is just getting you know a lot done that's uh, sometimes like often more than what Uh, Many business owners might get done who only have one business that they're a part of. So, uh, you know, we wanted to pick her brain and basically work out how do you prioritize? How do you get so much done? How do you organize things like your to-do list? How are you starting to automate and systemize things so so that you can scale the business up? And she shares really openly in this episode uh, different strategies she uses that are some as simple as, you know, things on paper uh, and then right through to the apps that she's using currently and also how she's going about using automation to scale up and how she's building out her automation and her operations manual in a really low time, uh, low risk kind of way. So not not uh, adding more to the to-do list, but how it's she's just doing it as she goes. So really cool episode that you can take a lot from and I share some insights in there as well throughout uh, you know, my input in regards to these topics. So Really cool episode. If you have further questions about this this one, feel free to send through to uh, admin at Basic Bananas via email or any of our social media platforms, and we'll look after you there. Enjoy the show. So we're talking about getting stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and you've been an amazing implementer, uh, and part of the reason we wanted to get you on the show, and I'm excited to have you on the show, is because... Uh, while doing the Clever Bunch program, your implementation has been epic. It's been uh, <laughs> been uh, you know great getting stuff done, and even just implement constant implementation because everyone, like in our world, there's no shortage of strategies of you know stuff to do. There's enough to to do um, to get stuff done. You know, like like strategies to grow a business, but people then need to do it. So there's always two sides to growing a business, it's knowing what to do and then actually getting it done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's what's been great for me is to, to feel as though I'm accountable from month to month
0: as yeah. to what
1: I've done, what have I ticked off the list.
0: Yeah, you're one of the, just so you know, I don't know if you're the only person or definitely one to sort of bust me for, you know, holding <laughs> me accountable to put the accountability post in there <laughs> or to do like basically anything because... Um, just so you know, for the listeners, you guys, are there. we have this as part of our membership. There's a closed group online and so a new thing that we started doing is saying, hey, let's share a celebration for the week on a, on a Friday. Everyone share a celebration because it's good to acknowledge, basically acknowledge yourself really for the things that you've done and it helps highlight the cool things you've done and um, motivate and, and so on. And if I've been late a, a <laughs> few times already, <laughs> so it's like- Not
1: anymore, I don't think. No,
0: that? I'm getting better. <laughs> you've given me the slap on the red yeah. bed basically against to Saturday afternoon and Shayla's, Christo, where's the post? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, let's share so what I want to do uh, on this episode is kind of look at how do you prioritize things how do you know what to do first what's the um, how do you get out of your own way even could be a good place to start like let's say if you've got a really big to-do list uh, as everyone does what do you like how do you look at it how do you prioritize how do you make sure you don't just end up on Facebook wasting half your day or um, you know thinking things through too much maybe yeah, so what's yeah. your what's your approach to
1: yeah, I have an endless to-do list because I've got a few businesses and a and a job, so I'm always trying to figure out um, how to do that. And so I hardly, I'm um, I'm not perfect at it. Um, I was just thinking about how I did it to get over here. So we've we've just come over to Sydney and I had five big A3 bits of paper up on the um, wardrobe doors in my study of all of the different hats that I have on. And I had a big long list and I would cross them off because I felt as though I was getting something done. So I think I just, um, I try and keep lists because for me, um, if I don't have a list, it's all in my head and that makes me feel really stressed. So I'm a, I'm a big list person, I love making lists and I love crossing them off and I also, like I keep a notepad um, next to my bed so that when I wake up at 3am and go, oh I forgot to do that, um, I can write that down and then it goes out of your head. So I think it's just really about um, spending a little bit of time each day trying to make your list and trying to figure out what's on the top of it and what's on the bottom of it, but I'm far from perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a ongoing thing that I'm I'm trying to get better at.
0: Mm, good. A good couple of good things you hit on there, though. The um, like doing it on paper mm. and crossing it off.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I've got Wonderlist as well, which is an app. Yep. Probably other people use it, and I do enjoy that, and I find that quite good when you're collaborating with other people and you're getting other people to do parts of jobs, so you're, it's all in one list, but it's allocated to different people, and so you know that they're onto it as well. But sometimes it just really feels to me like unless I've got a, an actual list on a piece of paper... Um, I don't know. It, it just it just makes things feel a bit easier for me.
0: Yeah, I will use Wonderlist too. You know what I love the, mo- the my most favourite bit. Yeah, it's when it goes ding when you yeah, tick exactly. the... <laughs> exactly. when you tick something that's off.
1: That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. It rewards you in your brain, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've done something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even if you've had to put it on there so you could tick it straight off because you didn't oh, put it on in the first place. Just yeah. get the ding.
0: <laughs> the um the the so, when you tick things off in Wonderlist, it, it gives you this bing sound, and um, people often ask me. Why don't you use Trello? Or why don't you use this app or these apps? And I'm like, I use Wonderlist because of the ding. Yeah. <laughs> the ding sounds. It's, it's, it's so fulfilling.
1: Exactly. Turn the volume fulfilling. up. Yeah. As loud as you can. Yeah. yeah. If yeah the sound great. was
0: off and you ticked it off. I'm like, damn it. Turn, yeah. Put it back on and tick it off again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really cool. So, some of the things you've been doing. So, let's talk about it with with Zoom Kites. Yeah. Um, maybe actually, let's for the listeners too, because you've got a, a pretty unique. Business mm. and I dig it. I've used your product, and we're about to go and use your product this afternoon with yeah. the Basic Bananas team. Yeah. Give us the little spiel on, on, on what you're up to with your business. It's cool, cool okay. business.
1: Sure. So, um, Zoom Kites is for not for profits and clubs and schools and things in order to be able to fundraise. So, if you think sort of the idea of Cadbury fundraising where you buy the chocolates and then you sell them for a higher price, Zoom Kites is exactly the same. So, you buy them from us. Um, for $9 and then you can sell them for whatever price you want and whatever the difference is between the 9 and say the $15 that you sell them for, you keep that $6 per kite. So we think it's great because it's a really healthy product, um, schools and clubs and things. Um, often, its you know, I'm the fundraising on the fundraising team at school and I've been the PMC president and I understand the challenges that people are facing in terms of some new fundraising ideas but also making sure that it's not food-based all the time because that often excludes a lot of people. So we think it's a great idea because it, it can get all families outside spending time together and kites just appeal to two-year-olds to 90-year-olds, so,
0: mm. yeah. It's a, and obviously healthy versus um, if a school's trying to raise money or someone, any organisation's trying to raise money rather than selling chocolate.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, here's a little insider for you. I was the top fundraiser when I was in Year Twelve for the girls' soccer team. Oh, really? Selling chocolates. Oh, there
1: you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think
0: I probably ate them all and yeah. sold them to my brothers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. and that's
1: the thing is, is that it tends to be the go-to. It's sort of the most well-known one. Yeah. Um. So I guess what we're trying to do is just you know disrupt that a little bit and get people to think a little bit out, outside of the square yeah. and. Um, yeah, because it, it does have that appeal of, you know, getting kids back outside. And I think there's a lot of momentum for that movement as well at the moment. You know, yeah. people are trying to get their kids off screens and to find activities outside that really engage them. And we think kites is one of those things. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we went to a lot of effort to design special ones that uh, really appeal to kids and that anyone really from two years old can fly. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're awesome, kites. Hmm. Um, did you say nine bucks?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's you sell them for nine bucks. We
1: sell them for nine bucks. They're
0: yeah. very yeah. good. Yeah. Looking kite for absolutely. Nine, but, well, yeah. I guess we think for you. So. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so too. I've flown the turtle one that um, Rusty, one of our team members, has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: No, they're um, yeah, they they're great kites, and so it does have, you know, people can price them at whatever they want. We don't, yeah. we don't have any rules about that. So if you want to yeah. try and sell them for twenty five, which means that you make sixteen dollars, then that that's absolutely fine. So it's yeah. really about picking what your market is as well and what you think you can sell it to. Yeah. So yeah,
0: cool. So it's an interesting business model. So you sell the kites to the What's, so what other kind of organisations would get, would buy the, the well, kites? So the like, museum?
1: you know, um, scouts, any, any kind of school, just any kind of not-for-profit really. So we won't yeah. sell them on a commercial basis so that, you know, shops and things, but it's really just directed to any kind of organisation which is trying to raise funds. So yeah. we, we had a dance school actually the other week and they were trying to raise funds to send some of their kids to an um, international competition. So any, anything like that, anyone who's, you know, not out there on a commercial basis, they, they can buy our kites.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. They're really, really good quality. I Definitely. um, I'm a fan. Big fan. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. And um, so what in terms of the business and the implementation that you've been doing Mm. uh, that's got the attention of the team? what are you, what's been happening? Like, what, yeah. have, what have you been doing and what's been working?
1: Yep. So, it was, um, it's a reasonably new business um, and uh, so I, I, when I signed up to do the Clever Bunch, it was really still in its inception stage, which was great for me because it really allowed me to sort of, I suppose, start correctly from the beginning, but with my, my husband and I have got another business and I'm, I'm, I'm in a partner in a law firm as well, so it was also great for me to be able to implement it across all of those things. Um But I think for me, um, what I really wanted to do, because I wear a lot of hats at any one time... What I really wanted to get out of it the most was automation. So, mm. really understanding. And I kind of love techie stuff as well. So, I love the idea that I can, you know, play with things and just make things much more efficient. So, mm-hmm. that was what I was most excited about. And when we started Clever Bunch, you have to write, you know, at the beginning of the manual, what are you hoping to get out of this? I think I just wrote automate, automate, automate. <laughs> um, so, I think one of the first things that I started with was when people go to Zoom Kites, the website, uh, there's a whole heap of information there. but... Um, they have the ability to ask us for more information. and the way that decision making often works with our um, customers is that it might be a committee decision. So if for example, it's a PNC of a school, generally someone on the fundraising committee will um, collect the information, take it to the committee and it, you know it take it, there's a process that people have to go through. Mm. So I know that what they're going to want to see is you know how do they order? how easy is it for them to do it, because that's really the kinds of decisions that they're making at that committee meeting, how much money are they going to make. So um, mm. what I was, what I did have previously was that people, I, you know, there was a button email list for more information and then I'd have to go through the process of replying to all of those emails and attaching all of the information. So one of the first things that I wanted to do was to really set that up to immediately give people the information. And I think that when people are looking for that kind of thing, they want it, bang, straight away. You know, mm. I want more information, give it to me right now because you're, mm. you're on that track, aren't you? You're trying to solve the problem. So um, so that was the first thing I did was to automate that process so mm. people could click on the button, send more info, put in their information, bang, they get it straight away. It's
0: so. awesome to just on, on, interrupt you even there on that point because uh, it's a good one for everyone to be aware of too when anyone's shopping around. The, if they've got your website open or some other option... Usually, it's whatever's easiest. Yep. If someone's red hot and they want to move and they're busy, they want to. You know, well, how can I get the information as quickly as possible? Make it really easy for someone who's a, a red hot yep. prospect Absolutely. to be able to move forward. Um, otherwise, mm-hmm. they might take the other option, or it could be ten o'clock at night and they're 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 exhausted and they just on your they open your website and two other. Providers, I'm sure there's not a lot of providers doing kites. But <laughs> I'm just no, like, no, but no, but there's other options. Some
1: other, you know, they're yeah.
0: on the Cadbury's,
1: yeah, th-
0: um, fundraising chocolate supplier site, you yeah. know, or they're on uh, yours. Yeah, exactly. So you're just making it straightforward. So you know, because that can sometimes be with different businesses we we'll work with already an increasing conversions. Just making it really simple. Like yeah. it sounds like common sense, but but a lot of websites. Don't I do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I
1: wasn't doing it, and yeah. so it was, um, it was great for me to That's be able to one. do that. So that was that was my sort of first, I suppose, tick box because that to me meant that I wasn't replying to you know x amount of e- emails per week, and Saves I you guess time. what I was yeah it does save time. Um, I guess what I was worried about and that I still want to maintain is is to is. maintain that personal contact with people though so when we ask them for that information we ask them for their email address but also their phone number and i usually follow up you know the next week or two and just call and say i'm shayla i'm from zoom kites just really Mm. because i think it's nice also for people to know that there's a person sitting behind the website it's not just Mm. you know someone who's sort of sending out information and you don't get to speak to a real person so yeah yeah so that's important as well i think Mm. to do both but it just I really like the idea that it gives people the information bang straight away.
0: Yeah, and some people like it that way and some people want to call and some don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, if they
1: say you don't want to talk to you, I go, Okay, that's fine to talk <laughs> yeah, to Yeah. Me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, or they put in a dodgy phone number and yeah, 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 that's right. That's <laughs>
1: fine too. Whatever they want. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's good. I like, you know, chatting to people and just finding out about their clubs and their schools and what they're trying to do and yeah, being able to help them through nice, the process. Nice. Yeah, so yes, yeah. the combination
0: of automation and the personal touch to, yeah. to follow up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. This is really cool. And um, what have you found? Have you found like what else have you been doing or what other implementation? Yeah. Let's hear, some. so. So,
1: um, so I think then after I, I got that step into place, um, we then I don't know. I think we we're on four session four or five of our clever bunch, and we were doing the nurture funnels mm-hmm. um, and thinking about. Uh, Yeah, so how to look after customers once they've signed up and what it is that they want. And um, because I've got three different businesses that I'm doing this to, I remember at the end of our Mm. Cleverbunt session – because I always ask, so we get our handouts, you know, so the nurture funnel handout, and I say to Melinda, can I have three because I need to work one <laughs> yeah. for each business. And um, there's the nurture funnel, and I can't remember the name of the other funnel. There's
0: opt-in, nurture, promotion funnel, promotion, and the yeah. post-sales, yeah. after-sale yeah. funnel.
1: So I had all of these funnels, you know, so that was 12 or whatever after you filled times that for businesses. And so um, <laughs> yeah. Melinda said, as we always do at the end of each session, okay, what's your key takeaway and, you know, what are you going to, You know, do before you come back next month. And I just said, I'm just, I'm scared and I'm overwhelmed. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I can't write all of these funnels for all of these businesses. It's just, it felt really overwhelming. Mm. Um, And anyway, so off I went that month and, you know, had a good sleep and then I felt a bit better. But what I then realized was that I didn't need to write the whole funnel immediately. Um, So what I did then was I would. So I've set up my uh, my online system. So I had, you know, the first automation was the extra information that people ask for. So that essentially opts them into the system, and then I just put a three hundred and sixty-five day wait after that because I thought to myself, <laughs> right, I've got now three hundred and sixty-five days to write other nurture the things. Next step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then I just wrote one. Um, yeah. So you know. Wrote that one and then I changed my 365 day wait to you know four days wait and so yeah. I did four and then after that one I left my 365 day wait yeah so then I just really have done it I've got three steps in it now I think for the zoom one um so I'm really just doing it when I find myself with half an hour I go right I'll quickly write another nurture thing for my um funnel yeah. and add it in and nice. pop it in before my 365 yeah. day break um so that it it's just slowly growing, and yeah. I guess that's the thing. Is you know, I I know that it's not perfect, and I need to probably spend some more time thinking about it. But often, just until you do it, you you can't you can't make some of those decisions. You know, mm-hmm. you sit there writing it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, and you never get to the point where you go, "Okay, that's good enough to go." I think you've just no. got to go right, just whack it up, yeah, and I'll look at it again next week, and I'll probably make some changes then
0: yeah it's a good point with because with automation of things like a automated sequence that follows up or provides value to an audience or to people who have opted in or whatever we want to call them the um you 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 can do it the way you're doing it where you just go in and you just do it when you've got time and add an extra step because one step is already way more than probably most of your competitors in most industries would have done Mm. um and then if you're doing like a monthly thing or something you only have to stay ahead of the 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 that first point. person who's in it yeah so exactly like if you've right. got yeah. if you've got five people that have opted in to get a you know a monthly tip from you or something you you've only got to be one month ahead of the or a day ahead of them really like get it published before they hit that yeah. month and then as people come through later then you've already got the resources written yeah um, yeah, yeah so that's and good. That,
1: that's why I like also the days that you can put in there for your automation so in my head I've got three hundred and sixty five days but I want if I wanted to be really accountable yeah I could put you know Waiting ten days, so I know that yeah. if I don't put yeah. something, it's going to send out something that I don't want it to send out. So it's <laughs>
0: yeah. like bang, Taylor, do something or or hell's going to break. Yeah, it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. have yeah. the deadline. The um, and also just it doesn't have to be totally perfect. There, are, yeah. there's different ways to look at this. Like um, we don't want to be putting, obviously, putting out you know garbage to the world and so on. But it's a, a common thing that happens with business owners is over. Th- Perfecting, or mm-hmm. like like it's overthinking. Whether you even call that perfecting, it's like should I do this, or maybe I'll do that, or I'll think about that next week and how to make it better. Um, we see it in our in the actual clever bunch groups quite a lot because people will come into a workshop with us and they'll say, and we'll say, look, we might be working on this today, or it could be whatever, it could be a press release or something, and then there'll be a member say, okay, cool, I'll, I'll take this home and work on it, and we're like, no. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> we're doing it right now. We're yeah. not walking out of here. You know, we're getting it done right now. And then um, I've had members say where that, you know, that's very uncomfortable for them at first, just getting it done, 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 and they've got us to look over it, you know, in the, in the room with them, and then, but towards the end of clever bunch, they've said they've actually shifted. So now, and they find themselves a faster implementer. Yeah, like you're already a quick implementer, but it's um, it's an interesting thing. I think you know, it's easy to get stuck and want to perfect. Obviously, like I said, we don't want to put out garbage, but mm. but there are people out there that will say you know, eighty percent on a task is good enough. Um, which I, I like. it everything to be as perfect as possible, mm-hmm. but done, not just looking over it or sitting on it and overthinking it. Yeah. Um, there've definitely been times in our world where. Like on this point, we've published something and it's like there'll be a, I've misspelled something on the front cover of something I've Mm. sent out to, (laughs) you know, like 12,000 people. Yep. And, um, but then I might look back and go, you know what? Okay. 40 people emailed back and said there's a spelling (laughs) mistake. Got their
1: attention. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But in the background, I've sold $40,000 was of events or something you know so I'm like well you know I could have sat and I don't know you know like it's not exactly perfect but as long as we're moving is it yeah and
1: I think that's also a lot about your, your business type um so um I spend probably more time perfecting um, with the law firm stuff yep. than I do with Zoom kite stuff because of the market that you're talking to. Mm. Um, and also, it comes a lot down to your professionalism and your attention to detail when you're a lawyer. Whereas yeah. um, when you're a kite flyer, no one is quite They're so concerned. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I think um, there's some considerations, I suppose, in relation to risk in that um, sort of context as well. Um, but I think that, I mean, I wrote the first email so the extra information that goes out to the zoom kites people I wrote that spent you know a fair bit of time getting that right and thought okay I'm going to put that up I put that up and then when I revisited it three weeks later because I was doing my second nurture um funnel event um I read it and I went oh I don't know why I thought that sentence was good that sentence is <laughs> not good um and I changed it and so mm. it's I think that it's that thing of you know, it's perfect is not a complete sentence, you know. It Mm -hmm. might be it's perfect today or it's perfect for this week. Yeah. But it's perfect. Nothing is ever perfect for any length of time. And I'm a big believer in um, learning from doing. So um, I think, you know, people go off and do degrees in this and that and everything else, which is great. But I think until you really start implementing and really start doing things from scratch, you you actually don't learn anything. And that's Mm. the whole purpose, really, of life, is to be able to learn on your journey and to make improvements Mm. as you go along. None of us want to be like we were when we were 18, you know, I think we've no. got better since then. Mm. So, you know, things, I think your business is the same. It, it changes as you go along and you make improvements and you recognise maybe what your market's looking for and what it's not look, looking for and you realise that the language that you used back in that funnel that you wrote three years ago is actually not great anymore, so you've got to change it. So mm. it, it's a, I think perfection is just, it, I, I don't really think it exists no it's it's a thing in a you know in a point of time but it's not something that can
0: yeah it's perfect today or yeah. good right now or it's a yeah unachievable goal but we're something we're moving toward trying to perfect yeah rather than act, actually reaching perfection yeah
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. so you know just do it do it as you say you don't want to be putting out rubbish to the world but spend a bit of time on it and give yourself a timeline of right by the end of today it's I'm just going to put up what I've what I've got, rather than Mm. playing around with little words, because that's what it usually gets to. Is you read it 500 times, and then it doesn't even make any sense in your brain anymore. (laughs) You know, so um, yeah, just spend a bit of time on letting letting it go. I think.
0: Yeah especially when you read it too many times, you get to the point where you don't even see it. Yeah. I, when I've written books, it's, I get to the point where I'm reading it and, I, and I'm not reading, I'm just, I know what's coming on the page Yeah, because I've looked over it so many times, so I'm kind of almost useless at that point to edit right, and yeah. to, to review. I,
1: I heard a really good um, tip about that from someone. I've not written a book, but um, when I was doing some writing externally, someone said to me to proofread and to kind of see that it makes sense to someone else objectively, read it upside down.
0: Oh, yeah, interesting!
1: Because it um, makes you pay a little bit more attention to the words that are on the page, whereas when you're reading it the right way up, it you,
0: huh. you just skim over. Yeah, it. you skim over yeah. it. And you expect, or you already know what's there. Yeah. Um, now, what it was was there? Something else in your notesy there? Um, you,
1: just the ops manual. I thought is something oh, yes, that I um a good one. yeah. So um again, it was one of those things where I thought this is too overwhelming. I have too much information mm. in my head. How can I possibly get all of that information out? And I think that thinking about it, you know, doing one small thing at a time has made that a little bit less overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So, you know, today, for example, uh, I'm just going to write three paragraphs about, I don't know, you know, how I do the invoicing or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, how I do, how I put a new um, email into my nurture funnel or mm-hmm. something like that. And what has been interesting to me in that process is that feeling of actually being able to let things go a little bit. So I think that mm. when you're in a small business... I'll just, and I'll
0: just say it's like... So for the listeners, if you're wondering what we're talking about, it's an operations manual recorded. Are you using Google Sites or something? So
1: I've currently just got it in a Word doc, in but that's Word my intention yeah. of moving so it to there. Yeah.
0: it's basically recording the processes, uh, the things you do. So you might use a database program like a CRM for stuff that's automated and can be done online, but... Everything that a human has to do goes into an operations manual. I believe this is a really important part of any business to make it scalable. Um, So that if there's a task that's gonna be done again in the future, you record the process in an operations manual. So that when it comes time to do that task, even if it's for yourself doing it, you might have forgot how you did it a month ago. So you can open the page, here's the steps, the summary or a video or a photo of how it should look. Um, And then as you grow your team, you move those task pages to team members or contractors or virtual assistants or remote you know yeah. Um, support yeah
1: it, I call it my hit by a bus manual actually
0: hit because bus, okay. yeah because
1: if I got hit by a bus uh, and I didn't have anything down on paper then it, like, how would you do it yeah people well, yeah it's all in my head and so people would not actually know what to do when I don't know for example they needed to place a new new order with a on an offshore supplier or you know No one else knows how to do that. And so Mm -hmm. it's actually a bit of a risk factor, I think, um, for a business if you don't start getting that information down. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I I just have really thought about trying to do it in small chunks, just as I think of things, just writing a couple of sentences. And it might be that I don't necessarily have time to do the screenshots and all of the, Mm -hmm. the writing that goes with it at that moment. But I just write, for example, you know, I don't know, click on campaigns, you know, duplicate the campaign, and then I just put there insert screenshot. So I know that maybe next time I'm doing it, I can quickly take the screenshot and put it over to there. Done, yeah. So I think that's been really – that, for me, has felt like it's taken a lot of stress off me because – um, if I ever get to the point where wow. I am able to employ people to, to do that kind of thing, it feels as though there's less time involved in getting them to do it. So yeah. I can just go, bang, here's yeah. the information. Have a read of that. If you've got more questions, yeah. come and have a chat to awesome. me about it.
0: Yeah. yeah, makes things much better in terms of team training. Oh, yeah. And and even if they're, they're not asking the same thing over and over, it's like, well, mm. it's in Google Sites, you know. Yeah. And um, It gets to the point where you've got, uh, like we'll have – Team members will have their own page and then they'll have a bunch of tasks on, on their page and each item on their list or their task, is a link to the page which shows you how to do those tasks. Mm. So they can yeah. easily just, they have everything they need to do on there. Uh, if we update a process, we just go to that final page. Or if they find a better way to do it, they might say, hey, Christo, I've worked out, you know, we should do this. Okay, cool. i have record yeah. that. That's how we do it. You know, record that, update the process in Google yeah. Sites and um. And uh, and we use Google Sites because then anyone can log in anywhere. I can even log in on my phone and yeah, um, and and update things. Sometimes there's something really simple like a packing list or something. Like I'll go away to do our promotional workshops, and once I arrived, I think I was in Brisbane, and I was like, oh no, I forgot the bell, like my little bell, mm. my little like ding, the little <laughs> <laughs> your orders up type <laughs> little uh, bell that I like to use when I do the ex- do an exercise in that workshop, and um. It's like, ah, I forgot the bell. And then, I, um, so the very first thing I just opened on my phone, before I even like worked out with everyone in the room, because they were all busy doing a little exercise, so I just um, opened my phone, went to the page, to the packing list, things to prepare for, for the Blast Off workshop, bell, bell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and i just added into the package so then it's yeah. never been forgot since yeah. you know and it's a really simple thing but it is
1: yeah it's, it's yeah. really important to document workflow i think yeah. you know even yeah. little things that you have in your head and you Well, probably it's mostly the repetitive stuff that you do over and over yeah. and over that you think you've got it sussed but yeah then you forget your bell and it all falls to pieces falls
0: yeah. no bell one thing that's <laughs> kind of wacky out there on that i um i have my own personal i don't know if i've told you this or you know this but i have my own personal um uh, Google site, which is just for my life. So if, I, if I'm if i going on like a surfing trip or if I'm going on a work trip, I have different pages of things to pack. Yeah. Um, so it'll say uh, like a work trip, it'll say um, nice shirt, nice jeans, um, shoes, because I've gone to the airport before and been in flip flops, forgot my shoes. Yes. And um, <laughs> it'll say underpants, as many pairs as days plus one. <laughs> Socks, socks as many as eight <laughs> plus one yeah, so I'm like okay it's a three day work trip I need four pairs yeah. one underwear, yeah. four like you know and, and all the things international I need passport power adapter foreign money if I have because we have foreign currency, cash sitting Ooh. around it's like yeah. so just the um, yeah and if it's a surf trip you know like all oh, right down to the deck. so Ooh. I just can pack really quickly and not yeah. rethinking things. Yeah, it's a
1: great idea. Yeah. And, and camping, you know, camping. You oh, get yeah. somewhere and you go, who bought the matches? No one won the matches. You know, like, it's. It, I think it's a good idea. Maybe I'll
0: start yeah, on so a Google site too. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so what about in terms of um, working with Basic Bananas? What, how have you found these guys? How's the Clever Bunch been going? And, um, you know, in terms of benefits, what have you found? How's that been working
1: yeah, for you? Yeah, no, I, well, I've, I've loved it. i felt it. For me, um, as I said at the beginning, it's really um, held me quite accountable. And I think I think this is probably what everyone says after they go to the blast-off, is that probably the one thing that resonates with them from the blast-off workshop is that thing where you say, you know, do you feel like you're just disorganized in terms of, you know, you're doing a Facebook post here and you're doing a bit of Instagram there and you're sending out an email every now and then and you're just completely disorganized. And mm. if someone says to you, which of your marketing channels is working the most for you, you just go, I don't know. I, I don't know. How am I supposed to know that? Mm. You know, I'm doing things all over the place and never really feeling as though you're being very effective. So I think for me, um, yeah, I love that idea of meeting every month and talking about what we've um what we've achieved during that month, the Friday check-in on on, on Facebook, which is the one I keep mm-hmm. reminding you about, yes. to say, what have I done this week? Uh, when I get to Thursday and I feel as I haven't done anything, I think, shivers, I need to um, do something quickly mm-hmm. because Christo's going to ask tomorrow and I have to say something mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, but I also just think it's um, it's been great in being able to demystify the whole process. So, um, yeah, to, to really understand, and I think I was listening um, to one of the podcasts with Um, might have been Francesca I think and she was talking about how marketing is really a science and it's just Mm. about understanding the science of it you know it's not kind of magical or anything it's just about implementing all of the steps so for me that's been um, great just to get that okay this is why we do it this is why it works and then I can go okay that that works for me I can implement that so Mm. um, I've enjoyed it from that perspective I've enjoyed meeting other small business owners because I love talking to people and Um, you know, just hearing from other people what's working for them and what's not working for them and just, you know, learning about their journey. So it's been great for that. Um, and just recently having become one of the trouble leaders in Perth, that's been great. We've just had one meetup so far, but Mm. it's just really supportive. Everyone as a small business owner knows how difficult it is being a small business owner. So it's just really nice to have that group of just, you know, have a whinge about, you know, what you've been through (laughs) the last week and go, and everyone's always got some great ideas about, oh yeah, that happened to me three months ago and this is what I did. So, um,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, so no, I've I've loved it. It's been great. It's yeah. awesome. It's
0: really yeah. cool to hear. Um, and hopefully, the team are looking after you and everyone's being behaved. Yeah, they
1: are. They've been great.
0: They're a good fun bunch of uh, yeah. people. Those Basic Bananas team members and so on. we yeah, we're gonna. Um, so looking forward to going flying these kites in a moment. Um, what about who would you, who do you think would be a good business like a good fit for ba- for working with Basic Bananas or attending a blast off or joining a clever bunch. What sort of person? What sort of business? Or just um, anyone who?
1: Well, to I just think anyone who's a small business. I think that, um, I think that what, and we haven't been running the law firm for um, very long either. So I think that it's actually really great for people if they can to get stuck in right at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, because it gives you that opportunity to. Um, you know start right from the beginning fresh I suppose and be clear Mm -hmm. about what you're doing rather than wasting endless time so Mm -hmm. you know if you're thinking about starting a business and you're wondering about how you're going to do your marketing and how all that's going to work I think it's really great to be able to take that opportunity yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. look I think anyone with a small business can benefit from it if they feel like I did which was that I was running around doing lots of things none of which were particularly working i think you could benefit from it
0: yeah Yeah. we find it's it's like that it's it's always like i i I think it's the same the sooner the better if it's early for a business but someone who's well and truly established who's uh stuck on what to do wants to grow um because we kind of started square one and yeah you're right and then sometimes people end up kicking themselves going oh why didn't i do this you know i saw you guys five years ago or i Damn it, really? We need to change that? We just paid for that like last year and we're, we yeah. might advise them to change some things that they've uh, spent a bit of time and effort on that's not quite hit the mark, but um, that's why we're here. Yeah. Not to make friends, but to be honest, and uh, we make friends as a result of getting results. Yeah, and, that, and that's um, part
1: of that journey of um, yeah. making their business better is is that they thought that they you know did the best thing when they did it, but yeah. as it turns out, they need to make a few changes and so you just keep making changes. Yeah. yeah. cool
0: so what about you like where can uh, so listeners listening in they want to have a fundraiser they want to buy a stack of kites and the kites are wicked when you see these kites (laughs) um, I like the kites I was looking on your site just before to like um, jumping on and there was one with the it was like a, almost like a skull and crossbones ones, and I was like, oh, how do I get one of these? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're pretty cool. Yeah, they are. Pretty cool designs. Still, um, yeah. A lot of cool yeah. designs and different animals and the bird ones are amazing. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, so how, how can, if someone's listening in... They want to run a fundraiser and they want to get a bunch of kites. What do they do? Yeah.
1: So just head to au and uh, if you want the more information, you can fill out the form and you'll get it um, straight away, which will send you all of the info about um, you know how to order, how the whole process works, how long the delivery takes, um, and how you can work out how much money you think you're going to make from the fundraiser. Or you can just call us. Well,
0: thank um, yeah. well, Thanks for you having me. Yeah, no, thank you for, for joining us. Yeah. This has been... Awesome. Did I cut you off? Is there anything amazing that you're about to share? We're pretty good. It's, oh. or it's a kite flying time.
1: Yeah, no, no it's kite flying time. Kite I could talk time. all day, but let's go to fly kites. Yeah, I think yeah. this is a
0: really good idea. We're going to take the team, If um, the Basic Bananas team are going to head to the beach now and we're going to put the kites to the test. Super. So exciting. Great. Thank you very <laughs> Thanks, much for Christo. being on the show and sharing great. so generously. Okay. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.